Hello, Internet. It's Mark, your DM here at Stranger Damies. I want to thank you so much for listening uh, to all of our previous episodes. This is episode 10? It's really crazy that we've been doing this um, for almost three months now. So I want to thank you guys for uh, the higher than expected numbers um, that you guys have been listening on. Um, we don't pay to promote the show, so really glad that you guys have come along for the ride from the beginning. Uh, we have plenty more uh, to give. Um, as I note in the beginning of this episode, uh, this is the beginning of the uh, original material, um, for the most part. <laughs> I do I do take some uh, names from pop culture and stuff like that, as you will see. But yeah, so thank you again so much um, for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoy uh, everything from here on out. I think we're really hitting our stride. As usual, you can listen to this on iTunes, Google Play. I think we're on Spotify now. Uh, basically anywhere where you can get podcasts. So we'll new episodes air every Wednesday. And, you know, enjoy the show. Previously on Stranger Damies. You guys have two options now. You have the place right in front of you, the ridge. It just has some ropes on it, but not really meant for, you know, climbing. Um, from, and then you have ropes um, on the far side that can get you to the other side of the rushing water. Let's use the ropes. Let's not take any chances. Well, for me, yeah. I, I have no athleticism. We're going down. So you guys. It's okay, okay, Craig. I'm sure you make up for it in other ways. Yep. Uh. See, if they catch me, I'm going to be like, hey guys, it didn't work. Come help me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I could see anything now. 19. And as soon as Nine. you enter the room, you notice on the walls and on the ground, there seems to be... Like a very sticky material that's stringed all through and goes up towards the ceiling. And as you follow it up, you see, you hear clack, 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 clack on the ceiling. And then all of a sudden you see eight red eyes Oh no. just look down Shut on you. Guys! <laughs> you I notice... I found it! <laughs> you notice this giant spider. Do I notice anything else about the room? You just notice that there's 19. a lot of, you know, stringy, sticky material that seems to be in a pattern, you know, going through the room. Just for fun, mm. roll an intelligence check. Seven. Yeah, you, this is just really sticky stuff. You have no idea what this could be. Should I bur Should I try and light this shit on fire? Can I use Ray of Frost on him? Go right ahead. <clears throat> okay. So All right, you hit frost. him. And... You see it impact with him. Um, Stay frosty, bitch. Um, so, uh... Oh, Craig, how do you want to do this? Ah! <laughs> I wanted to rip his head off. Okay, <laughs> so you grab his head and rip it off his body and then just sort of turn around spider. and show it to everyone. And I, I want to show the red the spider. Oh. Can, I, can I throw it towards him? Yeah, throw it towards hey. him. And he turns around and goes... <laughs> Before Sildar does his turn, he turns around, looks at Pizza Tacos, because it's the one he can see, and yells, If I fall, or if the Rock Seekers are dead, make sure you go to Neverwinter and find the Skunk Bears. And he turns around. And, and I say, Who's gonna pay us? <laughs>
Hello, Internet. Welcome. This is uh, the newest session of Stranger Damies here. Um, I am your DM, Mark, um, and we're finally getting into um, the non-preset uh, quest. Um, so these are the things I've been writing in the background for a while, so I hope everybody out there is excited. I know my players are excited. Um, so let's do a uh, brief recap uh, here on what happened last session, and then we'll get right into it. So, our group of adventurers uh, set out to uh, deliver a, a wagon full of goods uh, to the town of Phandalin. Um, they were hired by Gungeon Rockseeker and Sildar Hallwinter. Um, on the way there, they found that the their two employers had been um, captured by a, a tr- clan of goblins um, in the nearby Cragmaw uh, Cave. Um, and they set out to find them. At first, they only found Sildar, and then he led them uh, to the main area where the leader of the clan, uh, Clark the bugbear, um, <laughs> was robbing the the townsfolks and stuff as they came by. Uh, you guys took care of that by uh, setting him on fire with a nicely placed thorn whip spell. Um, at that point forward, Sildar and you guys, uh, ventured out. He gave you the choice of whether to just go back into town, um, or to go and try and find Gundren, um, with the hook that you would not have gotten paid if you could not find Gundren. (laughs) So, um, being the money-grubbing people you are, you decided to follow him, um, into, uh, another cave, Wave Echo Cave, um, after battling through some ghouls and zombies and, uh, confrontation with bugbears again uh you finally found the hideout of uh the black spider um and you fought him off and his four spider friends um sildar fell in battle um and then you eventually found the body of gundren Rockseeker, um who had been uh murdered a day prior um and that's where we left off you guys are inside the uh area where uh the black spider was holding the body of gundren um, and you just found um, a good amount of treasure, um, some some gold coins, um, which I hope you guys had written down, um, because I did not. And then the um, you guys had found the letter, which you interpret as as probably uh, something that uh, you should follow up on. And also, the last words of Sildar was, find the skunk bears. Alright, so, as we get ready, Uh, everybody, you know, get settled in. We'll be here a little bit. um, And uh, let's enter the theater of the mind. So, you guys are currently just ending your long rest um, here. So, you got all your hit points back, spell slots, everything. Um, Anything you want to do before you uh, head back to Neverwinter? Yeah, let's uh, let's divvy up these five hundred gold pieces that I had written down of what we found. A hundred to everybody. Very yeah. generous of you. Um, I also want to do. Uh, I have been carrying around this box for like a long time with this liquid oozing out. I want to just do. I would just want to investigate this a little bit. Okay. And uh, kind of take a look at what it is. Okay. Roll investigation. All righty. I gotta get to the chat. Hold on a second. Why can't I find the chat? 
Did I roll? Yeah, it rolls. Yeah. It, it, I can't find it. Oh, there it is. 14. All right. 14. I accidentally so opened you, it in a new window. So you look at the uh, ooze in there. Um, you know it's not anything like a potion or a poison or anything like that. Um, but you cannot tell if this is uh, good ale or bad ale. Um, but you know it's uh, some kind of fermented beverage um, inside this container. Okay. I'm going to pretend like I took a drink of it. Okay. Oh, man, this is so good. Oh, Theresius, you need to try some of this. Have some of this. All right. I want to share this all with my friends. Let me give it a shot. (laughs) Okay. What what was that? (laughs) Roll a constitution saving throw, Theresius. Rolled a 10. Okay. So... It's terrible. This this beer has been in here for at least a century, um, when this cave was first opened um, uh, by the uh, dwarves that had inab- inhabited it um, before the battle that you saw the remnants of inside the cave. Um, so, but the good thing is your uh, dragonborn, um, you know, constitution allows you to not vomit up um, what you had just eaten, but you don't feel really good right now. You're going to pay for that. Well, well everybody, everybody knows dragons don't vomit; they colic. Um, and I guess it's an acquired taste there, uh, Theresius. I thought it was fine. It's like a nice uh, bitter IPA. Uh, I'm going to leave this behind though, because I'm really tired of carrying this stuff around. All right, so you leave the hundred-year-old uh, ale behind. Um, just sit it in the room. Somebody will drink it at some point, especially as the. Uh, Vermin probably infest this cave after you guys leave. As um, long as it's not me. <laughs> what do you say we get the fuck out of this cave, guys? Alright, so you guys uh, start making your way out of the cave. Um, you find the shortcut easy way back. Um, and don't run into anything else in here. Um, you head along the uh, Tribor Trail. And um, as you walk up, uh, you see Neverwinter in the distance. It's kind of hard to miss. It is the... Uh, uh, one of the largest towns in the area. Um, so, as I just, you... I just want to say, guys, I thought Sildar was a rock seeker brother. And I was calling him rock seeker the entire time we were together, and he never corrected me. That's kind of a dick move, don't you think? Would somebody please shut up this bard? I mean, like, I, I don't want to say I'm glad he's dead, but I'm not crying about it. <laughs> no, that's just me? Okay. Hey, Theresius, I got a question for you. Yeah. What's that? You're like a dragonborn, right? That's right. So, like, you're hanging out with this chick that's got a red dragon. Doesn't that throw up any red flags for you? I know what it means. No, it just means I can trust her. Uh, I don't know, man. I've I've been around red dragons once or twice. Um, They're usually pretty, like, shitty. (laughs) Um, like, uh, like if this was, if, you know, if they, were raised, if they were raised by red dragons, they're shitty. <laughs> Al- alignment wise, it's usually like chaotic shitty, <clears throat> but I don't know. I still don't get the whole dragon board thing either. I mean, like, was your mom like a lady? Did like a dragon, like have sex It's with something your mom? you wouldn't understand. I, I, obviously I don't. I mean, I haven't laid with a dragonborn yet. That's the one on my list. 
<laughs> Good luck with that. To be honest with you, I'd, <laughs> if I die with that still being on top of my list, then that's fine. No offense, again. None taken. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to mess with a, with an elf either. They're not as bad as you would think. <laughs> very, ones? very rough. So is that a good thing? That's the sort of thing you're into. All right. I mean, I don't know where you're coming from. It sounded that didn't sound great. A lot of but teeth. You're saying it's a good thing. A lot of teeth. I hope in all the right places. Well. I'm meditating during this conversation. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I know about high elves, they got a level six stick up their ass. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys, as this conversation finishes up, uh, you return to Never yeah, you return to Neverwinter looking for the answers um, from the uh, cave that you from the letter that you took from the cave um, and Sildar's last words. Um, one one of you takes out the letter. You read it over again. It says, uh, for those seeking to do the impossible, meet me in Neverwinter at the Prospector's Youth Tavern and ask Annie if she's okay. And then there's okay. some in, 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 uh, text you can't understand um, on, the, on the back as well. Okay. Okay, and as you, as you approach uh, the gates, um, I want everybody to roll uh, a perception check. Are we changing this map? Not yet. Okay. You know, Neverwinter's alright, but I like sometimes spring. That's a pretty cool place. I rolled Perce a 17. Okay. Perception check? For everyone, yep. I rolled a 6. 17. I rolled a, I rolled a 13. Oh, I rolled that's a 20. 20. Is that a natural 20? Natural 20. Nice. Okay. He's uh, perceived okay, as 13. fuck. Okay. <laughs> He's woke. So as you guys um, are walking towards the gates, uh, Zakara, uh, Pizza Tacos, and Tiresias um, all notice um, that in the woods to the left, uh, there are a couple uh, dark-skinned elves that uh, notice you and then quickly dart back into the woods. Um, uh, Tom, uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, Tiresias, um, with your... Um, Natural 20, uh, you do notice that uh, they look unarmed, um, but it seems like they may have been following you since the cave. <clears throat> Let's follow them. No, no. Let's go to town. <laughs> Come on. We still haven't gotten paid from the last fight we did. And now <clears throat> you would, you, would you like to be followed the whole way there? Look. If we wind up, they're going to follow us to Neverwinter, then then we have the advantage. You know, dark-skinned elves don't like towns, and, and, and towns don't like dark-skinned elves. Let me just tell you that. Um, so, you know, once we, if we get to town, it'll be fine. That's King Ronin, what do you think? That's just me. I, I think remember. we should follow them. Of course you do. These fucking guys. You're goddamn right. Bloodlust, <laughs> son of a bitch. So, uh, you guys head off towards the woods. I need, um, let's see. We'll do Tiresias and King Roni. Um, both uh, roll survival checks to see if you can track where they ran off to. Guy just looking to kill things. I rolled a 12. I rolled a 5. Oh. <laughs> 
week. Um, Can't wait to go yeah. stomping around the woods now. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, you get over there and the two of you don't see anything. There's not even footprints. Um, there's no signs of broken branches. Um, you either assume that it may have been your imagination or these elves are really good at being stealthy. Oh yeah, you guys are you guys are going to try and find elves in the woods. Yeah, that's your skill. You're good at that. Come on, man. Aren't you a wood elf? Yeah, elves know the woods, and now we're going to try and find them. Come on, man. You are setting us up for a trap. That's all. You you must know where they went. Oh, I ain't snitching. All I'm saying is we get to town, and they'll probably still be waiting for us when we get back out of town. I hate Where to say this. I hate to say this, but I agree with Pete's Tacos. It would be nice to be in civilized uh, areas for once. Look, well, I'm, all I'm saying is we haven't even gotten paid yet. We have this letter that says that we need to talk to somebody at this tavern. We got to find Annie. You know, the if. The worst comes to worst, they they ambush us, which probably won't happen because they're wood elves in the woods. As long as we stay out of the woods, we should be fine. Why am I? Why am I the voice of reason in this situation, guys? Dear God, please stop. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. I think we should follow up on the letter. As much as I hate to go against my king, I think we should follow up on this. I'm just trying to get everybody paid. The last guy, the Sildar, the last guy that said, hey, let's do this, he's dead now, right? So, I don't know. Whatever, guys. You guys could all kill me if you wanted to, but I'm just kind of trying to trying to make this worth it for us. Can we kill him? <laughs> I'm going to run possible? into the woods if you try. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Um... All, all those in favor of going to town, I... let's say you... I... There's Jesus. a lot of eyes. You know, I haven't I haven't had a, like an, a a beverage in a long time. That's all I'm saying, man. I want a drink. What What do you mean you didn't have a beverage? Oh yeah, uh, that wasn't yeah. I I forgot about that. <laughs> Dragonborns never forget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So um, you notice as you enter into Neverwinter, there's a. A slight chill in the air. Light snow begins to fall. Um, what? Is Never a, winter. That name is bullshit. It is a. Uh, it's like Greenland. Um, it is a beautiful <laughs> sight in the uh, in the area's second largest town, uh, and one that most of you know well. Um, the residents are preparing for the festival of Chromatic Nights, a new tradition that has become a celebration alongside Winter's Crest, in honor of the fall of the Chroma Conclave three decades prior. Um, dozens and dozens of candlelit sky lanterns stretch across each of the two-story residences in the lower quad. Uh, each lantern is a different color, one for each of the dragons defeated, red, white, black, and green. Uh, some residents cross the road um, as Astaroth, um approaches. Uh, parents grab their children and walk quickly in the other direction. One old lady you see sitting in a chair outside her house uh, yells and points towards the docile red dragon and says, The Cinder King! He's alive! Uh, someone stops and looks at her. Um, you can tell that she does this a lot. Um, and then um, they look over at Astaroth, but then they just carry on with their travels. You get the feeling that this town is uncomfortable with the sight of a red dragon. 
but they sense that he is not aggressive, and they're they're just keeping an eye on him, but they won't engage. Uh, this is honestly no different than anywhere else the car has traveled. Um, there's He's putting of- a giant target on our backs, man. <laughs> there are a variety of shops along the main road. Uh, some are open, some are closed. Uh, but no one seems to be patronizing them. You notice the streets are live with music, laughter, and traveling salesmen trying to sell you uh, low-quality goods at a high price. They say the items are perfect for your chromatic night stocking, but who actually keeps their stocking stuffers? Um, Pizza tacos, roll perception. All right. I rolled a 21. You notice um, that there is a dwarf in a trench coat nervously peeking out from behind two buildings. Do you... Okay. Do anything? Uh, do I only know? I don't only notice that. Season, yeah. But that's all I notice of him. Can I do like a a, another check of some sort? You can can roll investigation. I go over. I'm gonna go talk to him. Okay. (laughs) So you walk over to the dwarf. Um, He says, "So, uh, you need some help having fun tonight." Uh, what kind of you? What kind of uh, fun are you talking about, sir? Um, I got some of this stuff here. And he shows you a vial of like a bluish-green herb. And he says that this is said to um, send your mind temporarily to the astral plane. And you'll be able to talk to the dead there. Uh, I'm not quite that interested in it. Honestly, I thought you were talking about women or something like that. That's a little a little too far for me, man. I'm not I'm not ready to open up my third eye just yet. Um, do you... I've got this bad crick in my neck, uh, though. I've, do you have any painkillers? Uh, possibly, you know, anything uh, derived from any uh, opium? Um, he opens up the other side of his trench coat and he pulls out uh, this red powder in here and he says if you mix this into any ale that you drink um it should take away the pain but the long-term effects won't be felt unless if you smoke it excellent uh and just a quick question if like i say i wanted to like use this to go to sleep uh how much would i need to uh to you know knock myself or maybe Oh, just between you and me, uh, like maybe somebody that uh, I wanted to knock out? Um, I think if you use the entire vial, um, you can probably knock someone out. It's more meant to uh, just give you a little bit of a high um, for a short amount of time. Excellent. But, and uh, uh, how, how much is this? Um, I could give it to you for five gold pieces. Five gold pieces. I mean, come on, man. I you, I could get that just any pharmaceutical place for much less. How about this? I'll give you three gold pieces. All right. Roll persuasion. I rolled a nine. That's and, not going to do it. And the dwarf rolled a ten. One. One is in sight check. Um, so he looks at you and goes, five gold pieces. You are killing me, man. Uh, five. Five. Five gold pieces. Okay, so mark off five gold pieces. Um, you get a vial of red powder. You don't really know what it does. You'll probably need to have somebody um, do like a identify or um, a medicine check on it, or okay. you know somebody that's uh, proficient in stuff like that. Um, okay. Or you can just smoke it and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Either way will work. 
Alright, so as um, Pizza Tacos is off buying his drugs, um, you guys uh, reach the center of town. You see a a silver-haired half-elf, probably in his uh, mid-90s, descending a ladder from the Chromatic Knight's bush in the middle of the quad. Um, He has just adorned uh, the bush with an eight-point star uh, made of twigs with a yellow leaf um, in the middle. It looks like a wooden sunflower. Um, And uh, I want, uh, for this, uh, Jenny, roll either history or religion, whichever one you're better at. I mean, Sakara. Okay. Am I back with the group now? Yeah. Or is this happening simultaneously? Simultaneously. As I'm you're, you're, you're walking back as this is going on. Okay. They're actually exactly the same for me. Okay. So I will roll, uh, I guess, history. Okay, so 14. Uh, you know uh, from your uh, Druid background um, that this uh, symbol is for Pelor, the Dawnfather, who is the... Uh, who is the uh, patron of the Chromatic Knights uh, celebration. He is said to have um, helped out um, in the defeat of Thordak, the Cinder King, the leader and final uh, dragon to fall. Uh, The uh, half-elf walks down, and um, he greets you, and he goes, Why, hello there. Happy Candle Knights. I mean, Chromatic Knights, everyone. My name is Cranor. And what may I ask? Do they call you beautiful specimens? Jesus, <laughs> coming all <laughs> strong there, guy. Well, my hello, my good friend. How are you today? Uh, we don't have a name per se, but I am the great sorcerer O'Craig, and this is my brother King Roni. It is nice to meet you. And uh, what is this? Big thing that is standing in the back there. Is he, is he okay? <laughs> oh, don't, so, sorry. That's just my penis. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's well, tuck, it's tucked away. So my name is dragon, my name right? is my name is Hugh Grant. Well, nice to meet you, Hugh. <clears throat> it's you, Hugh. Okay. Sure. Hopefully, I will get to see you later. It is nice to meet you all. Uh, are you guys here for the Chromatic Knights celebration? No, we're here for the Candle Knight celebration, as you mistakenly said. That cool. is my own special celebration. <laughs> Actually... What's, what's your angles? <laughs> Actually, my good friend, if you may be so inclined to help us, we are looking for someone who could help... Uh, decipher this note that we found. Okay, so you guys hand him over the note. Um, He reads it. Um, And the only thing he really understands on it is the name of the tavern, because it is the uh, most popular tavern in these lower quad. Um, He goes, ah, the Prospector's Youth Tavern. It is right over there. Just uh, make a right. Um, It'll probably be the most full uh, building you see along here. Thank you, good sir. We will be on our way. A merry chromatic whatever night it is. <laughs> why, why, thank you. And if you guys get bored, just ask anybody in town. They'll know where the best parties are at Cranor's. And he winks and walks away. That was I interesting. I don't like the cut of that guy's jib. Okay. What do you say we go to this Prospector's Youth Tavern? 
I am once again finding myself in agreement with the bard. <laughs> Let's go. So you guys uh, walk along uh, the uh, the dirt road. Um, the lower quad here seems to be um, a little more, you know, not not put together. It's the poor area of town, so you, you can tell that the main government of Neverwinter probably doesn't do much to upkeep this part of town. But um, the people seem happy. Um, you guys uh, approach a building here, and um, let's see. I just need to. Yeah. You Yay! Maps. <laughs> okay. So you did, guys. Did anyone, I'm sorry, Mark. Did anyone write down any anything from the note in because particular? Because we couldn't understand it, right? Prospectors U Tavern. That was the. That, that was. That's the, the only thing we know. We yeah, got. it was. It was written yeah. in. It was and written ask, in, look for I'm Annie. Ask and Annie if she's okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. Okay. It was written in Draconic. So you guys, um, I think uh, Tiresias. Um, so Annie. Is that that's A N N I E? Yes. Ask yes. yes. Annie if she's okay. Okay, so I'll move you guys over. You guys enter the tavern. Um, the tavern is an unassuming one uh, with a few tables scattered through its first floor. Um, it's about a half full right now, and everyone seems to be regulars as there's like a friendly vibe uh, going on. Um, you see a drunk dwarf dancing with a few gnomes. He winks at Zakara as she enters. Um, there are a few humans passed out in the back, and the band, uh, comprised of a half-elf, goliath, and tiefling, um, playing in the northwest corner. Um, I want everybody to roll a perception check. Alright, the map is pitch black. That's yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> perception? Making sure it wasn't just me. No problem. I rolled... I oh, failed. Oh. I got a one. <laughs> I rolled a nine. I rolled a twelve. I rolled an eight. I guess all I do see is blackness right now. <laughs> hey, Craig, did you just go blind? Yeah. <laughs> is that, I'm, uh, still, I'm still uh, trying to figure out what happened with my uh, my conversation with uh, that last okay. guy. Uh, better or worse? Better. better. You got it? Yep. It's an eye yeah. exam. Okay. Number one, number one, two. two. <laughs> one, number two. Okay, so you guys enter um, into the tavern here. Um, so, uh, where do you guys, uh, like to go? There's the barn in the northwest, northeast there, and then, as you see, the other people that I described are on your map here as well. Why don't you guys, uh, get a seat at the table, and I'll go to the bar and see if I could, uh, get us some free drinks. How about that? Oh, here we go. Uh, I can't move either. Okay, no problem. I'm doing Which it. Which table are we going to? There's so many tables! <laughs> So I, I, can't, I can't make every decision for you guys. Pick a table, Jesus Christ! I say we pick the table. Who's that? Okay, everybody should be good now. All right, so I'm gonna scan. I want to scan the room, just kind of like taking a look at the uh, right, uh, staff the waitstaff I'm looking at, and the people and the bartender. That's who I want to look at. All right. Can I use my passive perception for that? Yeah. Well, just um. What is your? What did you roll for the last one? Uh, nine. But I have nine. eyes. I just want to yeah. see. <laughs> no, it, it just I need to know the roll to see how much detail. Um, I just want to know like genders. Yeah. Y- so youth, ages, age, like a general okay. sense of the age. Okay, you see. Um, uh, let me get the map squared away from me. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the youngest. 
female waitress, essentially. Okay. Um, first thing you notice is that um, there there's really only um, one uh, worker in here. It seems like uh, everybody goes up to the bar to get their drinks, and then she uh, walks them over to you. Um, it's a very down-home, you know, dive bar type deal. Um, and then you, um, you notice that, um, you walk up towards the bar, um, you see that it is being, um, tended to by a, a dark-skinned human woman, uh, mid-30s, uh, with long, uh, raven-colored hair, uh, pulled back into a bun on top of her head. Um, she's currently wearing, you know, modest, uh, barmaid clothes, um, underneath a cloth apron, which is currently not around her neck, but sort of hanging off, um, her waist there. Um, and then, uh, as you approach the bar, you notice her hands, uh, show some time signs of someone that has worked with them a lot. You assume she basically does everything in here from serving the food, uh, to getting the ale to repairing the furniture. Um, mm-hmm. her face looks like, uh, someone who hasn't had the, um, easiest of life. Um, but you know, she seems in general, good disposition. Um, and, uh, you notice uh, the one thing you do notice um, from your role uh, of anything is that uh, she is wearing an old ring um, that looks like a, a wedding band on her left hand, um, but mm-hmm. it's thicker than a normal wedding uh, band. So you can't decipher whether it is one or not. Um, you see that she is chatting uh, with a, a very talkative and possibly drunk lavender tiefling um, at the bar there. And um, you approach... And I say, uh, oh, my God, woman, you are a sight for sore eyes. I have never walked into a tavern so early and seen such a beauty before me. What is your name, ma'am? Ah, they call me Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, I shall do the same. Uh, my name is Hugh Grant. Uh, we have just, uh, have such a long time in the caves, and we are just, uh, just needed a beverage, and I'm so glad I've come across you. My goodness, woman, you can stop traffic. Ah, uh, don't, no need to flatter me here. What would I'm you sorry. Like? <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am, I just haven't been able to talk to any female except for this high elf, uh, stuck-up woman for the past uh, two weeks, and it's just so great to finally meet a woman, uh, of some humble means such as myself before. Uh, I'll just tell you, uh, see, see these, those two half-orcs that I uh, came in with. We noticed. Yes. Uh, I usually don't uh, associate myself with half-orcs, but sometimes you, you kind of have to, uh, to save your own skin, you know what I mean? Can you imagine? Can you just imagine for a second? Half-orcs, that means they're like, mother was not an orc. Can you imagine laying with something like that? They must have corkscrew penises, if you know what I mean. Uh, just to let you know, uh, these two are of royalty. Uh, the one uh, is King Roni. Have you ever heard of him? I cannot say that I have. Well, let me tell you something. They are bloodthirsty. Right now, outside the town, is a squadron of 30 or so other half-orcs, and they love nothing more than to sack entire towns, leaving them burning in their wake. Now, I am sort of their orator of sorts, because, you know, half-orcs, they don't really uh, talk to people well. So I am sort of the diplomat of the group, and I was just wondering, seeing as how they are so thirsty, either for ale or for blood, 
I was wondering if we could get around uh, for my group uh, on the house of just just your finest ales. And as I'm talking, I'm kind of waving my arms over the bar, kind of like animated. But what I'm really doing is I'm just trying to get a sense of any tips of gold pieces that have been left on the bar in my immediate reach. Uh, roll another perception check for that. I rolled a 23. Okay. Uh, the only thing you notice is there are two gold pieces uh, sitting in front of the tiefling. Um, okay. It's sort of like when you go to a bar and you just sort of set up um, a thing for the bartender to come take as they put your beer. At, usually when you're at a, at a bar where everybody knows each other and doesn't think okay. anybody's going to steal any money. Um, so he's sort of just prepaid the one gold piece each that it would cost for the ale here. Um, mm-hmm. So that is about the only thing you notice. Uh, Annie is or, or is pretty um, good with uh, uh, the money here. Um, so uh, she looks at you and goes, I can give you one on the house, but the price is doubled after that. Just uh, one round or one ale? One round. One round. Excellent. Thank you very much. And if if you would want to 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 help pay for it, I could. I see you have a a, a band playing. I I am a bard. Obviously, you see my lute. Uh, I can perform a song or two if you would like. On the house, just for the cost of the one round. Okay. She says, "That's not up to me. You'll have to go talk to the Goliath." I uh, I usually try not to uh, associate myself with Goliaths as much as I can, uh, but I do appreciate the one round, and I, I I take her hand very gently as like a two handed kind of uh, handshake, um, and I attempt to remove that wedding ring. Okay, <laughs> do a uh, sleight of hand. Fifteen. Ooh, is that enough? <laughs> All right, that's. Just to let you know, her. she's rolling her perception here. All right, let's see. She rolled a oh, 22. No! Oh, <laughs> oh ju- that's just... Round. That's oh, a gosh. lovely ring you have there. Uh, I, yeah, I, fam- I wouldn't touch that if I was you. I'm not very familiar with the inscription on it. The, what, what is that? Why do you ask? Uh, just a curious mind. Let's just say it's an heirloom. Very interesting. Uh, I, I just, uh, your name is Anne-Marie, right? Correct. Would you, do people call you Annie for short? And at this point you hear the lavender tiefling go, Yeah, that's, that's what we call her Annie all the time. It just, it's, it's easier. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, and she looks over gonna, can and I, can stares I slide daggers a hand, at him. Can I slide a hand that guy's money? <laughs> Go ahead. 17. Yeah, you take it. Nice. How much did I take? take it. <laughs> 10 gold pieces. 10 gold pieces. All right. You kind of had to flap open. On the All right. First so, Annie, yes. I've come from very far and traveled a long way to ask you one question. Are you Okay. As you say that, the entire the music stops in the bar, and then she looks at you and goes, "What did you say again?" I said, "Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie?" 
Where did you say you came from again? Uh, came into her apartment of the bloodstains of the carpets. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, she is getting very <laughs> suspicious of you. Um, and ask one more I'm time. I'm from Motown. Detroit Motown. <laughs> and at this point, as you refuse to answer her question, um, you know, she rolls um, insight check on you. She rolls a 14, so roll deception. Okay. 15. Yeah, so, uh, nice. She kind of has the feeling that you're lying to her, but she can't really make it out, um, which is making her even more suspicious of you and the group that you walked in. Um, at this point, you see her hand swipe to the left a little bit, and then you start hearing uh, swords unsheathing and oh bows cocking, and you turn around and you see that there King are... Rowney, King Rowney, I need you! <laughs> <laughs> You turn around and see that there are um, everyone that is in the lower part of the bar that I had mentioned, including the passed out humans, are now standing up and uh, facing you guys. Um, so that's eight people, and then there are 15 guards up on top that have popped out and are all training crossbows down on you guys. So uh, I'll I guess ask again, where did you come from? We came from the caves with Sildar. We were tasked by the Rockseeker brothers to transport something. We found a note in one of the caves that said to find you at the ta- at the Prospector's Youth Tavern. We have a letter, which one of my colleagues could bring this up to me, if they were smart and paid attention from over here. The note, whoever has it, please... Here you go, sir. What's what's going on now? What's what's up? I seem to have uh, stuck my foot in my mouth once or twice, uh, and uh, they are not too happy. Um, but I'm trying to tell this woman this is Annie from the letter. Oh, and she goes. I noticed that Sildar and Gundren are not with you. Yes, uh, they f- have they, fallen. They fell in uh, battle. The black spider, uh, unfortunately, took them both, and now we are left as just humble people who are still have not gotten paid. I just want to say, off, uh, you know, we were promised some pay- payment and we did not receive it. At this point, she uh, pulls out her sword, sword, and puts it to your throat. How do I not ah. believe that you guys have killed them, dear madam? Please, we are not seeking any problems here. I. Excuse me for this bard's uh, way with words. He's not very... He's not as cunning as he thinks he is. Yeah. Is there any way that we can avoid a situation here? Then, as you guys are pleading with Annie, you hear uh, from the back a voice, a familiar voice to some. She says, Stand down. Stand down, Annie. They're telling the truth. This one, and she points at Pizza Tacos, could never hurt anyone. On purpose, anyway. And she walks out and reveals herself as Tribeca Pizza Tacos' ex-girlfriend. <gasps> oh! Oh! The twist!
This is Pizza Tacos, and you've just listened to Stranger Dammies, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We release new episodes every Wednesday, so be sure to check back in next time to hear our ongoing adventures. If you don't want to miss an episode, subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast streaming app of choice. Just search for Stranger Dammies. You can also check us out on Twitter at Stranger Dammies and on Podbean at strangerdammies.podbean.com. Thanks for listening.